0: Hello, hello listeners and happy holidays to you specifically happy thanksgiving greg happy thanksgiving gobble gobble gobble, gobble. uh welcome back he's been planning that i, I feel like I'm that's been that. he's been waiting his whole life for that moment listeners uh, welcome back to dad boss and dollars we are here for our second episode of the week so glad to be with you um double feature this week you, we owed it to back you on it Yep, we owed it to you. We were uh, a day late, dollar short the last couple weeks, and now we're back. So it's time for us to deliver on our promises. Um, this week, we hope you have your fork and knife ready because it's holiday treats and eats episode. I'm jazzed. Oh uh, yeah, we it's are gonna, be a gonna good one. We are gonna go where no podcast has probably gone before and talk about. All things Thanksgiving and snacks and eats and the things that gave us the dad bods that you've come to know and love. I uh, think
1: that's going to be an original um, topic ever covered. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. You're nope. in for a treat.
0: You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> awesome. Well, Greg, uh, before we kick off, what are your plans for this tea giving?
1: Um, going over to my mom's house mm-hmm. because just a little bit different this year we usually have a big family get together but it is going to be very small sure over at my mom's um so we'll see how that is how about yourself
0: shout out mama out um, <laughs> <laughs> mama Helen. Um i have been uninvited from all thanksgiving festivities involving family because of the covid um, are you most- blaming
1: it on the covid or is it because of the covid uh, would you have been invited before
0: though I feel like I was on the nice list up until this point, and then I got the COVID, but you raise a strong point that it's very possible that they didn't want me there anyways, and my family found <laughs> it out this year, and they're like, wow, thank God, we finally found a reason for him not to come and ruin Thanksgiving again.
1: They're like so, 2020,
0: silver lining right there. Exactly, so I think you just yeah, made me feel bad, but you're probably right. Um, but yeah, so we will be- uh, I'm uh, sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're good. We will be uh, partaking in a very tight-knit you mean the fence post type Thanksgiving with, uh, a very small Turkey. So a, nice. A, a couple size Turkey.
1: <laughs> Is it going to be, um, smaller or larger than, um, the Turkey on Christmas day in a Mickey's Christmas Carol <laughs> I feel before, like before, before Scrooge comes.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I feel like they were eating a Cornish game hen, <laughs> so it's very possible that it, uh, it'll look very similar to that. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. How much do turkeys cost nowadays? Like, is that, has COVID impacted turkey price? Are people investing in turkeys
1: like they used to? The big old butter balls? I think they're like, still probably buying some turkey. I, I thought you might like ask that question. So I did a little bit of research actually.
0: Did you really? All right.
1: A little bit of research, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not the biggest fan of Turkey myself. Really? No. It has to be dark meat. Can't be anything else. The other part of it is just too dry, but. Wait, I
0: feel like I didn't know this about you. We've had like multiple holidays together and I've never known you to only meet, only eat dark meat.
1: So leftovers, the turkey, the white turkey is good in a sandwich because you can put other things on it to make it a little bit. I don't know, more jazzy, I guess I would say. Okay. But just by itself, I cannot eat dry turkey. I think that's the whole reason that gravy was invented.
0: <laughs> this is so bizarre because I'm the exact opposite. Like, You're,
1: I have you to, don't like the dark meat.
0: I don't like dark meat, even if I like buried it in gravy and just like slurped it up because it had deteriorated because of how much gravy was on there. I still, I just, it's not my thing. It's The same with chicken.
1: I guess we learn something new about each other every day.
0: Every day. This is. This so is what happens on DB and D. We're just continuing our friendship, deepening the breadth and depth of our friendship. I love it. Sorry. Anyways, off topic. Tell yeah. me what you learned about Turkey. Dylan digresses. I digress. Tell me what you learned about some turkey because I'm very interested in what Americans are are thinking this year.
1: Yeah, I was kind of thinking that like any time I've ever gone to a grocery store, that there's always just like a thousand giant ass turkeys.
0: Absolutely. And I was
1: like. <laughs> how is that going to, how are people going to be eating that many turkeys when they're not going to be having gatherings? Because I feel like people always get those anyway yep. and then they have leftovers. Like they yeah. don't even need turkeys that size.
0: You're absolutely right. And like, what's the, I guess I've always wondered this and I'll be a hundred percent honest with the listeners. I've always just attended Thanksgivings. I've never actually like done my own Turkey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's the average, uh, you know, what's a Turkey size? Like what's a butterball way? I
1: don't, know the average size of turkey but i think it's like recommended that you get a pound to a pound and a half per person for like thanksgiving Whoa. yeah so if you're having a large thanksgiving like if you're inviting 12 family members over that's a pretty big bird that's that's, that's getting that's getting up into that uh 24 to like 30 pound turkey range so wow. yeah okay i guess that would be a little bit more but it's still a big Big turkey, a big ass
0: um,
1: turkey. You got to figure in some of that's bone too, so probably about that size. Sure. Um, but yeah, I I was doing a little bit of research, and it sounds like turkey sales are still going strong. Thank goodness, everyone. But
0: we uh, didn't want to let the good the good people down uh, that raise our turkeys.
1: Yeah, we couldn't spare any turkeys this year, so I'm thankful to hear that. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, for the turkeys. Um, but I guess like smaller turkeys, according to NPR article, small turkeys are in demand as Americans downsize at Thanksgiving. Turkey sales are still going strong as far as like the number of units sold, like a turkey being a unit.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but the size of turkeys being sold have been impacted. Apparently they're, um, a lot more farmers are like selling direct to consumers rather than to grocery stores this year. Oh, okay. Which makes sense. Just before, yeah. I guess not to restaurants, more to consumer or grocery stores. Sure. Um, but they're like cutting the turkeys in half or just like selling breasts rather than selling a whole turkey to families just because of how everyone's dining dynamics this year have changed. So
0: That would really piss you off if you went to Thanksgiving and only white meat breasts were there. I would, you'd be very upset.
1: Ooh, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> Last night, checked. uh, I checked in with my mom yesterday, and she hadn't even done any grocery shopping yet. So I think what's going to happen is all the small ones are going to be picked over. (laughs) So it's going to be a giant, like thirty-pound turkey for like four of us.
0: That is so on brand for your mom. Like that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That is that has your mom written all over it. That she just comes home with a twenty-four pounder. It's like this is all I had left
1: at the store. It's going to take like eight hours to cook because it's so big, but
0: yeah. It's funny because that's like the exact opposite problem that you would expect in 2019, right? Like if you waited forever, the only thing you would get is the little tiny like oh, yeah. little half turkey or whatever. And then you're, you'd you ruin Thanksgiving potentially. But this year, it's the exact opposite. Like you're only able to find these giant
1: yeah. giant birds. So <laughs> that's, that's an interesting dynamic. They're probably too big for a normal Thanksgiving. But now with the smaller gatherings, it's just going to be like way too big. Yeah.
0: Have you ever, uh, have you ever done or or seen someone do like a deep fried chicken where they like do the big pot and like crank it down into the pot, try not to blow themselves up.
1: I haven't, have you, uh, you did one last year, didn't you?
0: I did. (laughs) I did. So we got, we got a turkey and uh, yeah, just tried to try to deep fry it. And like, I'll be honest, I had very little like hand in the matter other than observing and supervising and taking lots of pictures but yeah it was delicious and i feel like that was a very interesting problem this year because those pots are only so big so if you put a giant turkey in there try deep fry it it's game over it's a bomb waiting to happen
1: <laughs> are you gonna deep fry a little bird this year
0: i don't even know like honestly i don't even know what the plan is um i feel like my family offered to like porch drop off some (laughs) some leftovers for us um you know god god bless my mother she's a sweet lady but uh she's very adamant about not getting covid and like from the time this has happened she's been pretty much just she really doesn't want to get covid i'm just gonna leave it at that and uh so when this all happened and i got sick she was just like we will maybe buy a drone to fly you some some uh leftovers but like other than that stay the hell away from us on Thanksgiving (laughs)
1: love you you guys so much best family ever my mom's pretty much the same way she's like even though we're getting together like wear your mask if you're not eating or drinking kind of like in restaurants here and she's (laughs) like we're gonna be we're gonna be sitting far away from each other um and then you guys are gonna have like your own bathroom to use. Like, okay, so you basically don't want to see us but are making making this one one we could probably exception. Do,
0: we could probably do this on Zoom. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> that's so funny. Do you want us yeah. to just like eat outside and you gotta be inside and we can talk through the window? What? And
0: like, I like it's sad, but like that's the reality for a lot of families, right? It's just like there's a yeah. lot of people that are susceptible. So um hit us up in the, uh, in the comments and let us know what your tea giving is going to look like this year. Cause we'd be mm-hmm. very interested to know, you know, what you how, how creative you guys are getting in trying to spend some time with your loved ones. So, yeah, that's so interesting. Good, good info about the Turkey. And you didn't even have to live fact correct. You did it like that was just, you knew yeah, it all I, right I,
1: off up. I started getting tired of live, um, fact correcting myself on air. because it <laughs> makes me feel like I don't have my, um, shit together um so i figured that i'd probably do a little bit more research to kind of yeah know what i'm talking about i love that. speaking of speaking of when i was doing my research oh, yeah uh, i was looking up turkey's mm-hmm. info when i was watching one of the beaves games go beeves# hashtag go beaves uh yeah but i was looking up some research on it and then i got to thinking there was an empty football stadium there and what do they sell at football games I mean, shit ton of hot dogs. Yeah, a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> yeah,
0: one would <to> think, right?
1: <laughs> and I was just thought to myself, how has the hot dog industry been impacted by you no know, like hot dog sales at football games, baseball games, any sporting event, really, any concession during like concerts? Uh, so I did a little bit of research and I thought I was going to be on like, this was groundbreaking information here. (laughs) No one has thought of this. This is how great I think I am.
0: But then, of course... We are elite podcasters, so I understand why you feel that way. I
1: thought this was going to be breaking news, but there was already an article. And according to a Sports Illustrated article, without sports, what's happened to the peanut and hot dog industries? Wow. That's uh, very...
0: That's oddly specific.
1: (laughs) Oddly specific to exactly what I was thinking, actually. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it seems like they're doing fine. Um, really yeah so i was kind of surprised reading the article because they start off by saying 18 million hot dogs are consumed during the mlb season alone which is an absurd amount they're basically saying per in the article saying like per ticket sold over a hot dog is consumed at a baseball game
0: that's so what a stat
1: buying hot dogs than baseball tickets for baseball games that is Um, incredible yeah, so that was pretty interesting. But yeah, I guess that retail sales of hot dogs have just been like skyrocketing since COVID, and it's almost made up the difference between the hot dogs that have been like would have been sold or consumed at baseball games. That um, is, is kind- bizarre. Yeah, it's kind of disgusting to think about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> really gross. <laughs> yeah, um, but I found some other interesting information about it. Um, a lot of the information in quotes was coming from. Eric Mithanol, I hope I'm saying that right, or maybe it's Mitten, Mittenthal, uh, and he's president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, which I didn't know
0: existed but, <laughs> no way yeah <laughs> that's a real group of people,
1: apparently, uh, And their oh website hotdog dash or ex- excuse me hot dog dot org. You cannot get away from live fat yes. <laughs> You <laughs>
0: tried, and you
1: cannot do it. it has great hot dog related content, like a video of how hot dogs are made, which everyone wants to see in their life.
0: I don't, I just feel like I could go. <laughs> it's like one of those videos, those, those viral videos that uh, we won't name, but where there was two individuals and one drinking receptacle that you just don't want to watch. I feel like the hot dog video would rival that. The listeners will know what I'm talking about. It's gross. When do I go into it?
1: Do you boys want beer bong?
0: Yep, that's the one.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, they also had a lot of fun facts on there, which also grossed me out. Like, God. during the, hot peak, the peak hot dog season, from Memorial Day to Labor Day, Americans are expected to consume 7 billion hot dogs.
0: That's, like, the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Like, that's vile.
1: At this point in our podcast, everyone is just fast forwarding ahead to try (laughs) not to vomit.
0: They're dry heaving and skipping is what's happening right now. That is what a I guess I have to think about this, right? Like, and maybe we're the anomaly, but like, do you eat that many? Like, do you feel like you eat hot dogs a lot?
1: I love hot dogs, but I feel like I maybe eat 10 hot dogs a year. I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I do not mind the like taste of them. I think it just tastes like any other lunch meat. Sure. I cannot see myself just being like sitting down and eating like three to five hot dogs in a sitting, which I feel like you'd have to, to um, (laughs) kind of hit the standard by a lot of Americans.
0: I mean, I guess so I have like two questions. How many of those are part of the Nathan's hot dog eating contest every year? That's question one.
1: I think 6.5 billion.
0: That sounds about right. Yep. That's uh, I (laughs) think that's Joey Chestnut can confirm that number. Um, And my second question is, and maybe I'm just going to different barbecues, but like most recently when I've gone to like cookouts and stuff, people are cooking like Mm -hmm. not hot dogs. And maybe that's just part of like getting older. Cause if you would have asked me that five years ago, I would have been like, I can, I can afford one pack of bar ass hot dogs and one condom. (laughs) So that's what you get. If you're coming to my cookout, Um,
1: if you want anything else, bring it.
0: Exactly. Yep. So, I mean, I get like that aspect of it, but I guess it's like getting older people are cooking like, Maybe they're doing like shish kebabs or like, you know, skewers of stuff or, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah. um, I don't
1: that know if is... it was like a big, if it was a big get together, like if it was the Thanksgiving of like, I don't know, any other holiday <laughs> yeah. where you're not going to be eating turkey, Sure. you're going to be eat, wanting a mass amount of food. So you would probably get something a little bit less expensive. No, that's true. And
0: like 4th of July and stuff, I guess that's true. Yeah. I guess, I, don't, I guess I'm skipping over like the peak holidays where people are doing like very specific grill outs, but yep. um, 7 billion hot dogs. That's so many.
1: It's so many. Yeah. I, I, I can never see myself eating anything close to probably what the average is in a year.
0: That's like, I mean, that's just too many. Like that's just too many. And that's just, that's just America, right? That's not the world. That's not even including the Germans.
1: Americans are expected to consume 7 billion hot dogs. Oh my God. And that's not including other sausages. I think that's just like hot dogs, straight up hot dogs. Yeah. Because a hot dog is a sausage, but a sausage is not a hot dog. Not always a hot dog. According to the website as well. Learned a lot of hot dog facts here.
0: You (laughs) are the most well-rounded hot dog aficionado that I know right now. Like you're an expert, a subject matter expert right now. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, I just can't like, I don't know. I've, I could never see myself eating that many hot dogs, but I guess in the same vein, like I've eaten a shit ton of burritos. <laughs> How many burritos do you think you've ever
1: eaten in your life? Uh, ever eaten in my life? Yeah. There's like ballpark number. I probably didn't start eating burritos until later. Like I feel like it got became very popular like when I was probably, probably like when you were in middle school, right? I don't know. Well, at least in Kervallis. Yeah. Like there wasn't a lot of I guess well I guess there's Mexican restaurants. I probably yeah. had a lot of burritos. Now thinking back on it, I probably <laughs> had a lot of burritos. But now so, with like P- Qdoba and Chipotle, it's probably around like one a week. Sure. Just out of the convenience of it. So, so that's been like a, the last ten years.
0: Yeah. I guess growing up in Colorado, like early on, it's got a lot of southwestern influence. So burritos oh, yeah. like a big thing. And There was also a period of time, which I'm not very proud of. And you've roasted me for years, (laughs) years and years for about when I decided I was going to be a vegetarian and to do that, I only ate microwave bean and cheese burritos for a year. (laughs) Um, that included,
1: you were the healthiest vegetarian.
0: So I remember vividly, this is a real story listeners that I decided, I don't know why I think it was like sophomore year of high school that I was going to only, I was going to go vegetarian, but. My family is full of carnivores and they did not support my, my red, e- red meat eating family was like, you need to stop doing this right now. And I said, I'm going to be a vegetarian. And I literally consumed microwave, like the little short, you know, I don't know what the brand is, but uh, microwave yeah. bean and cheese burritos for a year. And on Thanksgiving I made my mom go get me tofurkey and it was absolutely vile like disgusting and just proceeded to eat microwave burritos on Thanksgiving that year. (laughs) And this is what I'm not joking. This is true. Microwave burritos into a Turkey. Yes. For 365 days. I'm like, this is like one of my proudest stat lines. I only ate vegetarian quote unquote, meaning I literally ate microwave burritos and other various forms of bean and cheese burritos for a year. And at the end of the year in sports season, I still have our buddy button picture together. You and me where Mm. I look like I'm, like, terminally ill.
1: (laughs) You did not look
0: great. I looked so sick, and I was, like, pasty and pale, like, big-ass dark circles in my eyes, and you look great and, like, studly, and you're ready for, like, a peak golf season in your mock neck, and I'm wearing my track, like, singlet, and I just look like I'm about to fall over. (laughs) Dead. So... You lost half of your body weight. I I
1: literally,
0: I I still have have to find, I'll have to see if I can find that and post it for the listeners. But there's a picture of Greg and I where Greg looks just so studly and ready to crush golf season. And I look like I'm like on a make a wish list. So it's very bad. But yeah, I mean, I could probably eat seven billion burritos. I just don't know. I could eat seven billion hot dogs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I think, I think uh, you could probably change up the condiments and uh, toppings going to breed a little bit more to you to make it a little bit more interesting than 7 billion hot dogs with ketchup, mustard, and relish. Yeah, I don't
0: know. What if, so this is actually an interesting question. Um, is there a hot dog type restaurant that is like Qdoba and Chipotle where you can go in and like make yourself a gourmet hot dog?
1: I don't think there is at least where i live i'm sure there's something
0: like we have places here uh, one particularly in denver that is like they have really good hot dogs but they have all kinds of different like meats that they'll put into it and you can get like special toppings but it's not like where you walk up it's not the subway of hot dog restaurants where you can walk up and pick you know yeah from the bin what you want so
1: yeah i know there's like there's a lot of places that have like burgers and hot dogs i guess which is yeah. Almost the same thing in theory. This Concept wise, pretty close.
0: We went so far down this rabbit hole, but I have to tell you one more thing. that just popped in my head. So okay. uh, there's a hot dog place in Denver. It's like, it's a, it's a uh, Colombian restaurant. So they do food from Columbia mm-hmm. and they have a hot dog there that I can't even begin to describe it to you other than telling you that some of the main ingredients are crushed up potato chips, pineapple, um, like slaw mm-hmm. and, a quail egg all on this hot dog amongst like 80 other things. And it is the most bomb hot dog I ever had in my life.
1: How's the quail egg cooked? Is it, is it fried or is it scrambled?
0: No, it's like a, uh, like a soft, like what what you get in a ramen. Oh man. Yeah. So the
1: yolk just runs all over the place. Exactly. You kind
0: of cut it open. It's, it's a fork and knife hot dog for sure.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: it was, out of this world, and also something I'd never experienced before. So, listeners, if you're ever traveling through Denver at Ze- I think Zeppelin Station Food Hall, the Colombian restaurant has these crazy hot dogs. You got to try one.
1: Can you just get like a side of um, quail eggs? <laughs>
0: <try to> <laughs> <them>? <laughs> I think I was just so confused at the fact that they, like reading the menu was like chips, pineapple, special pink sauce, yada yada yada, quail egg, and I was like. I mean, I'm going to pay $11 for this hot dog. Like, That just yeah. took it
1: over the top. This yeah. had 20 other ingredients, but yeah, that really absolutely. caught my eye. Absolutely. So anyway, sorry, unrelated, but yes.
0: That's okay. There's all kinds of hot dogs, all kinds of burritos, and all kinds of beverages.
1: Yeah. What kind of beverages do you like during the holidays? I guess Thanksgiving specifically.
0: I like a, I like a red wine on Thanksgiving. I like a cab. Yeah. Um,
1: Pairs well with turkey with white-ass turkey.
0: Some white-ass turkey and some dark red-ass wine. Um, For folks that don't know, I'm a big whiskey guy, particularly scotch whiskey, so I'll always kind of sip on a little scotch as well. But yeah, yeah, I think uh, a nice bottle of wine is a go-to, a a must-have at any good Thanksgiving.
1: I'd agree with that. Does your family also have like, beer or is it specific or is it just wine and whatever scotch you bring
0: it's typically wine and whatever scotch gets gets brought um Hmm. nobody so again shout out my parents they don't really drink at all so um it's usually just byob for the kids Like my parents don't have any alcohol in their house at all.
1: So so, so they're just watching their kids get drunk around them. Yes. And, and trash like, their house on Thanksgiving.
0: And, yep. And regretting all of their life decisions to keep <laughs> popping out with these children. So yeah. Nice. I try to class it up with a bottle of wine and maybe a, uh, a nice scotch to, to offer up. So, yeah. yeah.
1: What about you? Uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. We're usually watching, um, like football for oh, a couple yeah. hours, like before the tricky's done. So,
0: Sure
1: might start with beer and then switch over wine I like um, that I usually the, the DD so I don't get too crazy with anything but
0: I went to an Italian Thanksgiving years ago um, an Italian family's Thanksgiving
1: mm. and
0: I've never seen something like that in my life I think you and I come from like pretty like mellow quiet families that are like you know we just kind of eat and chill and relax yeah these guys got absolutely. Schmammered, and <laughs> they like each. I feel like each person there brought a bottle of wine for themselves to drink, and just got lit up. And it was the most joyous Thanksgiving I think I've ever had. So many thanks were given.
1: I mean, um, my cousin had to take a nap after dinner. Hell yeah! And he had it had to lie down on a couch because he just needed a little, little break.
0: I love that. Is it your little cousin? <laughs>
1: No, Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going not to throw him under the bus. Yeah. No, <laughs> the we podcast, won't. Okay. But...
0: Fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Cause, um, that's funny. Yeah. Do you think that, I mean, I haven't really spent a lot of time in liquor stores, but like, are they going to price inflate uh, or decrease prices for, to try to push off alcohol to families that may be getting together this year?
1: Well, that's a good question. And fortunately for you, I did a little bit of research.
0: You are so prepared for this. I'm, I'm thrilled right now. You are killing it right now.
1: So, um, I don't know what the average price is right now because the article didn't note that naturally I'll write him a letter and say, <laughs> come on, you need to add to this article from a couple years ago. Um, but according to an insider article, what a six pack of beer costs in the year you were born. A six pack in 2018 cost $9 and three cents. I'm wow. not, yeah, I'm not sure what, uh, what types of six packs were included. If it was like all six packs or just domestic.
0: That sounds competitive. Uh, yeah.
1: But yeah, in 2000, it costs $6 and 30 cents. And I would imagine in 2000, there probably wasn't as many craft beer. So it was probably more around like the light beer and domestic beer selection, but.
0: You're showing up with Bud Heavy
1: at Thanksgiving yeah, in the year heavy. 2000. Yeah. Coors Light. <laughs> yep, absolutely. The banquet beer.
0: The the, the, <laughs> the champagne of beers, Miller High Life.
1: Um, But yeah, the article didn't specify like what six packs were included in that, but I'm assuming they included all six packs because that price seems a little bit expensive for domestic. Anytime I go to the store still, it still seems like they're around like the 6 to $8 range. That is an
0: interesting, that's like a pretty, I mean, I don't, follow inflation well enough i probably should to know why i'm poor all the time but i mean almost three dollars in 18 years
1: seems like a lot i don't know yeah or maybe it's not i don't know what, what do you think i don't know it might just be like yeah. the cost of, cost of ingredients because
0: hmm.
1: if they're right. using like fresh hop and whatnot in craft beer now it'd probably be more expensive than if they were just using corn and like grain
0: no, i agree and I think especially like anytime I've bought craft beer, it's usually well over $9. Like we're in the 12 oh, yeah. to $14 range, depending on what you're, what you're looking for. And
1: yeah, if yeah. I find a craft six pack, I'm like score getting that. Heck yeah. It doesn't taste great, but getting it because I like that
0: value. <laughs> I like the value and they're very odd cans. So yeah. let's do this. Let's make this happen.
1: I would think this is soda pop. So I'm buying it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Does Sam Adams have a Thanksgiving ale? Like, I know they have, like, a winter and fall. but Is there, like, a Thanksgiving seasonal beer that people make? That's a good question. Not Sam Adams, but anybody?
1: Uh, I think they kind of just go from, like, pumpkin beers to holiday. But maybe there's a couple that have, like, a Thanksgiving specific. It seems kind of like a short-selling window, though.
0: If anybody that is listening works in the beverage, particularly craft beer industry, I'm going to give you a freebie right now that nobody else is doing. Cranberry Saison for Thanksgiving. You're welcome. You can use that. Just call it the dad bod dollar ale or the dad bod dollar
1: Saison. Um, one of my brother's old breweries that he worked for had a cranberry sour. God damn it.
0: <laughs> well, uh, sorry guys. Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> Live fact correction. Uh, you cannot actually use that. It's already been done, but, I will say it's not being done a lot because I've never, you know, if somebody told me, hey, get some Thanksgiving beer, I would have no idea what to get because you're right. It goes from like pumpkin yep. beer to Christmas ale
1: To like really dark, spicy.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can still use that, brewers. And you're welcome to come on the pod and talk to us about all of your beer and your process. So,
1: And if you wanted to have like a tasting where we review it, with our garbage pallets Mm -hmm. fine twist our arm we might be able to be convinced
0: exactly i mean if you just happen to email dollars at gmail.com and tell us that you wanted to send us some you know some some samples like fine
1: if we have to nice we're not doing anything else that week we might be able to like squeeze it in as (laughs) as a segment not the whole thing
0: obviously it's gonna happen to happen in the beer barely chronicles so i mean it's like whatever but we're not, we're not fishing for anything. So just, you, know, you come to us. Uh, that's funny. Do you think of beer bellies? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say my beer belly is being filled up with a delicious diplomatico rum this evening. Oh yeah. Nice. I'm, a,
1: I'm sipping on a little hot toddy today because I needed to sip a little hot from all this recording.
0: Hey, we've been working, our, working those vocal cords, absolutely. Yeah. We've been putting in work in the studio for you
1: listeners. But I was going to ask, what desserts do you like on Thanksgiving for your beer belly?
0: My beer belly absolutely in, indulges in some pecan pie. It's like my... And you know what? And I feel like not a lot of people are still provide or per, you know procuring pecan pies. I think they talk about it, but nobody ever like nobody ever shows up with a pecan pie. It's always pumpkin from, pie.
1: From from scratch or bought? From scratch. Wait, nobody shows up with a scratch pie. Yeah. Pecan, okay.
0: Yeah. It's a lost art. Yeah. Only our nanas are out here making pecan pies.
1: I mean, probably a little bit more work to make than a pumpkin pie. Sure. I get that caramel or... Whatever sludge they put in between together. <laughs> the, best, the best part, right? Yeah, the best part. The sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody
0: cares about the pecans. They're just there because they have to be. So yeah, I love pecan pie. But I'll uh, you know, I'll I'll sample anything that's on a dessert table. I've had uh twenty nine years of research on on my favorite desserts. So yeah, I'm saying i I'm, I'm gonna stick to pecan. What about you? What if
1: somebody brought oh hold up, we'll get to me. Sorry, whoa. What if somebody brought a gluten-free crust pecan pie? How would you feel? Would you would you try it?
0: I have a genuine question for you and the listeners, and this is like 100% real. What is gluten? <laughs> like, I want someone to genuinely sit down and not give me the Google version, like explain to me off what they know in their head what gluten is and why certain things need to be gluten-free.
1: Isn't it like a wheat byproduct? I don't know. Or, or or a protein in wheat that people have allergies to? I have no idea.
0: All I know is that in like 2012, everyone decided that they just couldn't have gluten anymore. But prior to that, for thousands of years, <laughs> we, just, we just were fine with gluten. And then we're like, oh, wait, maybe we shouldn't be eating this gluten anymore.
1: I think for thousands of years, people just had belly aches and they didn't know why. <laughs> and they just called it like witchcraft or something? Yeah, they're just like, I just have bad
0: tummy bad tummy case of bad tummy but no i'm like that's i mean i'm answering your question with a question i don't know what gluten is so if someone were to offer me gluten-free something i would try it like i'm not going to argue with someone about a free dessert but mm-hmm. i would ask them very pointedly what made you feel like you had to make this gluten-free
1: and then they would say that they're allergic and that you're an asshole
0: and then I would say, who told you you're allergic? Because 20 years ago, no one had ever heard of gluten. And then I would ruin Thanksgiving, and that's why I'm not invited to Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> the truth finally comes out. <laughs> Asking the hard questions. Grilling my family members at Thanksgiving has what, is what has got me uninvited this year.
1: <laughs> Asking about their dietary habits and why they're, why they're <laughs> doing them. Coming from a yeah. guy that was uh, vegetarian for absolutely no reason. And, and almost died <laughs> yeah i'm very
0: qualified to be asking these types of uh, health related questions everyone knows
1: whose vegetarian diet um was primarily sodium it sounds like
0: a, l- a little bit of a uh, little bit of beans and mostly sodium yep yep <laughs> not good but yeah i would eat it i'll try it you know whatever are you are fair you- enough
1: I'm, I'm glad that you're not um stickler when it comes to your pecan pie no i'll try it
0: what uh would you eat i mean are you gluten-free right now are you guys doing like a gluten thing
1: Nah, i love gluten yeah i feel like i do i do yeah. sorry
0: i just feel like i don't know what gluten, i don't know what gluten is so if you were to tell me you know something's gluten-free and something has gluten i would i guess that all the best foods have gluten in them and all the not great foods don't have gluten
1: Although I would say I prefer sourdough bread over wheat bread and sourdough is supposed to have less gluten. So I guess I (laughs) don't like gluten as much in bread for that reason. What about like cinnamon? But that's just a taste
0: preference. What about like cinnamon raisin swirl bread?
1: Oh yeah. Or the apple cinnamon
0: bread from Great Harvest that we used to go get during track practice.
1: Full disclosure, I make a lot of the sourdough bread into french toast which is pretty much making it a closer (laughs) version of cinnamon raisin bread (laughs) so i love that yeah yeah i'd eat
0: that i love sourdough french toast that's a really good call sorry off topic again we're just all i think we're just both really hungry this has made us very hungry so we're just talking about all the foods um what is your yeah what is your dessert of choice at tea giving
1: um I like a handful of carrots.
0: You're so healthy. You're the healthiest guy (laughs) I know.
1: No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, not pecan. I'm a pumpkin guy.
0: With or without cool whip.
1: Ready whip. You know, ready whip? in a can Dairy or bust. Hell yeah. Love that for you. I like just having a little bit extra, like belly ache at the end of dinner. So I have a little bit more dairy on my pumpkin pie. (laughs)
0: I mean, imagine do you know any way that just eats pumpkin pie like straight
1: no topping i mean i would if there wasn't any topping i wouldn't be like oh, i can't eat that at all <laughs> but if it came to it i would if it came to it i would just eat pumpkin pie by itself
0: what if it was gluten-free crust pumpkin pie with no topping
1: i i eat it for the filling i, I don't care about the crust and i usually i usually don't eat the crust actually it's too crisp too crispy wow so well, I don't like dig it out. I just don't eat like the the part that hangs over on the tin. <laughs> it gets a little burnt.
0: I don't know. You're throwing shade at whoever makes pies for your holiday. <laughs> Cause we don't, I don't have a lot of burnt edges. So I don't know who's making your pies, but tell them to let that thing you know, cool off a little bit before they take it out a little early, you know? So what would you do? I'm going to ask you a scenario based question. Oh, what would you do if you showed up at a Thanksgiving? So let's say a family friend, you never really spent a lot of time with this person and they don't know anything about you. Like clearly I don't. And they only had Turkey breasts, white meat and like maybe like two drumsticks, like maybe like just a couple drumsticks, but they already got taken by the hosts. So you had to settle for white meat and then there was stuffing, but it was like, not normal stuffing. It had like weird stuff in it that you just weren't used to. And then their cranberry sauce was just the one that comes out of the can. And they didn't even like smush it up to make it look like it was their own homemade cranberry sauce. It was just still in the form of the can. And then you ate the pumpkin pie and it was gluten free crust. And there was no topping. Would you leave? Would you walk out and ruin Thanksgiving for these people?
1: No. I would I would eat it, I would eat it all, but I would probably need another um, festive beverage to wash it all down because it doesn't sound like the greatest tasting thing. And the, the only way you're selling the way you're selling it,
0: the only thing they had to drink was Lacroix, but it wasn't even the good Lacroix. It's like the lightly flavored one, yeah, <laughs> just plain, sand flavored Lacroix. It's got a hint of lime, a oh, suggestion lime of lime. The lime is super gross. Everyone knows that. You wouldn't yeah, walk I mean,
1: out. I would leave earlier. I would still eat, but I would. Eat. I would definitely <laughs> leave earlier. You I wouldn't. Would
0: not. St- you wouldn't stay I for the after party. Stay, <laughs> no.
1: no, I got my routine. I need to like eat dinner with holiday beverages, have dessert with like some half calf decaf coffee, maybe nice. full calf if it's earlier on in the day. That's classy. And then uh, That's a classy movie. Hang around for a little bit, and then leave. But yeah, if it was just if it was just little croy and. Um, <laughs> Some interesting um
0: it's really basic interesting courses. Yeah, yeah, I
1: don't think I don't think I'd be hanging around socializing much afterwards. <laughs> yeah. it probably makes me a terrible person since I'm saying I would go just for the food. But I didn't know that you went for the I, food.
0: And my guess is somebody that prepares food like that, the company's not very great either. So I don't blame you for leaving early.
1: Or they, or that's the host that wants people to leave early. That's true. they like <laughs> how can we get these people to leave as early as possible
0: one year my mom so <laughs> this is a true story love my mom one year she did not want so like me and all of my siblings were just dating really terrible people at the time like okay. collectively we all had made really bad life choices and she didn't want people to stay so she ordered <laughs> in thanksgiving that year from cracker bear okay. true story and It was pretty much everything I just described to you that like, (laughs) like the Turkey came like pre sliced in very like gross slices and had gravy on it for some reason already. I don't think that that's what's
1: happening. in gravy. Yeah.
0: So it just like came pre-gravied and that you could very well tell that they took a can of cranberry and just went and then like (laughs) it just popped out and they maybe like took a spatula and smushed it. And I'll be honest, I love stovetop stuffing. So I actually like the stuffing, but, uh, the only thing my mom made that was like her own was like the sweet potatoes or with the you know marshmallow stuff on top, yeah, like the sweet ends. And when it was done, she had everything cleaned up before like everybody's plates were pretty much done <laughs> and it was just like ready to be done with it. And in full disclosure, none of our significant others were like particularly awful that day, but. She was not having it. Like she was not going to let it happen. Yeah, she's She was not going to
1: let anyone make a scene that day. Mm-mm. And she's like yelling at <laughs> my dad. And she's like, turn off the football.
0: And he's like, put your games on. And she's like, <laughs> we're here with family. But it was just very unhospitable. So that was the Thanksgiving. I remember the most in recent history. And also true story. At that same Thanksgiving, my uncle showed up like two hours late. No need to go too deep into my uncle. He's made some bad life choices. But he showed up like two hours late, pretty much after everybody, I was the only one that had lingered that long to your point. Yeah. And he showed up and he brought, I don't know how to night politely call this person, but his date very well could have been a lady of the night. If you know what <laughs> nice. I'm saying. And he wore a wife beater to Thanksgiving and my mom was livid. It was
1: electric. <laughs> Best Thanksgiving on record. Was that your, was that your mom's brother or your, your dad's? My mom's brother. Okay. And so she so she
0: was used to yelling at him to begin with exactly and she made him and his date a plate covered it in foil and just like gave it to them and it was like we ate like two hours ago oh like as soon as they arrived literally like she she had no tolerance <laughs> for the bullshit and it was just like here you go here you go nice to meet you fuck out of here and they just did it yep that was probably my favorite thanksgiving
1: she gave it they came for thanksgiving and she's like nope this is just a pop by 100 percent guys
0: <laughs> it was a they wanted to do a stop and chat and my mom did not want to do a stop and chat shout out larry david and she was not having it and that same year i went to black friday on thanksgiving night at walmart and that was the craziest experience i've ever had in my life i remember this day very vividly it's all like unfolding out in front of me again and whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's crazy you're gonna have to say that one for another episode we're gonna have to say that one for the holiday shopping or gift guide sorry to be to be determined
0: got a little ahead of myself but yeah we'll hit you with that listeners so now you know all about our families i feel like as the podcast goes on you're starting to learn about us on a deeper level you're getting really deep don't do that (laughs) (laughs) God. oh man what an episode! I'm excited for Thanksgiving. Are you jazzed for Thanksgiving? Even though it's I'm excited Christmas for Thanksgiving.
1: Years? Yeah, I think it's just a nice tradition to do. It is. It's, it's nice. Something I look forward to.
0: I agree, and I think for me, Thanksgiving is the gateway to Christmas. And mm-hmm. as we discussed on a previous podcast, Greg and I are big Christmas guys, big time Christmas guys.
1: Big time Christmas.
0: Um, so yeah, we're. I'm excited. I'm just. It's. It feels good to be at a holiday
1: you know yeah i agree yeah so we also uh, it's also probably exciting this year because we're nearing the end of 2020 which has just been a shit year just a disaster (laughs) (laughs) you just wreck after wreck
0: i think and the people are tired the good people of the world are exhausted and yeah i think you're right they also hung up uh like through the downtown, they started to string all like the downtown Christmas lights that go over the the main streets. So yeah. just It just gets you in a good mood, even when everything around you mood. is on fire. It's like, mm-hmm. just kind of makes you feel good. So we hope the listeners feel the same way.
1: I do. Yeah. You're looking at me like I need to say something. I also agree that we hope you feel good. I thought that was implied, but Dylan was giving me the stare down here. So I so, will say something about the listener
0: we just we care about you guys and i'm gonna get cheesy for a minute i think when greg and i just decided to do this podcast part of it was like hey we're just gonna we're just gonna be catching up we should just you know chit chat and we can record it and see what happens but even in the short time this has been alive just the engagement that we've had from people and like our friends that are supporting it and like listening and some people are even getting excited me like when's episode three coming out when's episode four coming out like I don't know. That's just really cool feeling that I didn't think that we would really get from this. So Mm -hmm. um, if we're going to end with a segment about what we're thankful for, I just want to say thank you to our listeners who have stuck with us and rooted for us in our short time as a podcast, because it's been really fun to watch and the growth has been surprising in the least, to say the least. It's been really cool to see. So thank you guys. And
1: keep, uh, keep engaging. We'd, We, like he was saying, we definitely appreciate hearing back from you guys. If you have any um, post live fact corrections you want to give us, or if you have any questions or comments about episodes, things you want us to talk about, let us know. We're really appreciative and try to get, we'll try to definitely make it onto the show.
0: I tried to uh, pull some folks on Facebook about Thanksgiving food, but I typoed and the responses I got are slightly NSFW. So um for those of you that responded i'm not going to talk about them on air but thank you for engaging anyways and trying so yeah. we appreciate that
1: <laughs> maybe next time dylan can spell correctly and that doesn't happen
0: i uh, i have greg does live fact checks and i do post uh social media post blunders so we're a great team <laughs> what a duo we are but yeah i think that's good i mean just wish everyone uh, health and happiness uh, going into mm-hmm. the holidays. Enjoy the time with your family if you are getting it. If not, you know, utilize Zoom. I will say I'm gonna give a plug for Zoom. We record over Zoom, so we're allowed to do this, even though they're not sponsoring us. Um, on this is a real email I got this year from November 20 on November 26th from 6 a.m. Eastern time all the way to midnight on the 27th you can use zoom for as many people as you want for free without the 40 minute uh, like cutoff if you're using multiple users. So you get a one day free of zoom premium. So you can talk to all the members of your family at once if you want, which I think is pretty cool.
1: Should we put that to the test and like have um, like a silent disco or something? Like (laughs) Everyone's listening to their own music, but everyone can just see each other. Everyone just dancing
0: with their headphones in. I like that. That'd be cool.
1: I guess those are called raves. I'm, I'm cool. I'm hip. You're very up to the trend. <laughs> but now the guitar no, is closed. There may
0: never be a rave again.
1: <laughs> that's true. But no, that is awesome that uh, Zoom and a lot of other corporations are making um, sacrifices and things like sure. that to, yeah. Give people a chance to spend some time with family. So, exactly. Yeah. Sweet. People over profit, people. People yep. over profit.
0: We love we love a uh, a socially responsible corporation on dad bots of dollars. So, shout out Zoom. Sweet. Well, any final thoughts before we wrap up and kick off into uh, the holidays?
1: I think that is all I had for this episode. Um, keep talking about the holidays. They're still they're still around us.
0: They are. We're deep in the holidays. Greg loves when I say deep, So Uh, no enjoy some sweet treats hopefully this made you hungry and you learned a little bit about (laughs) all the research that greg did (laughs) on various uh meats and beverages and uh yeah enjoy your thanksgiving guys
1: yeah happy thanksgiving listen to this right before you eat thanksgiving dinner so you get really hungry so you can eat that much more turkey.
0: yep play it on your uh on your Bluetooth speakers so your whole family can hear and everyone's just chomping at the bit to sit down at the table. That'll really yeah. spice up Thanksgiving. I think.
1: <laughs> awesome. All right. Bye guys. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bye. Where can they find us?
0: I'm not going to say it. dollars. <laughs> I'm not going to spell it out again. Cause I got in trouble for that last time. So <laughs> dad bots and dollars on social media, you know, you know what it is.
1: It will, what also, is. it will also be in uh, the show notes so you can ch- check us out there.
0: You got it. Cool. All right. Bye, Greg. Bye.